Hey, what's going on, crypto family? So today, we've got Adam Todd. He's the founder and CEO of Digitex Futures on. But fair warning, there is some vulgarity, some swearing peppered in and out of this interview. So if you were easily offended by swearing, please catch us on the next one. No hard feelings whatsoever. But for those of you that don't mind some swear words kind of peppered in and out throughout the interview, dude, I had a great time. It was uh, cool hearing about Adam's past, you know, how he got into trading, things that he's built, you know, his thoughts on the market, on futures, just a ton of stuff that we talked about, right? We also learned about Digitex Futures itself, the token sale that starts today, the platform launch of April 30th. It's hybrid solutions, it's eventual non-custodial solutions, as well as its commission-free structure that's available day one. This is not a paid interview. I don't get, I don't hold any Digitex tokens. I wasn't paid anything for this. I was asked by you, the audience, to cover Adam's platform, so that's what I did. But remember, I am not a financial advisor, financial expert. Always, 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 times infinity, talk to a financial expert or advisor before you ever invest in anything. Investing is super risky, people, you know that, right? But I kind of do the opposite here. I actually give away hundred bucks. So yeah, on every one of these videos, we actually give away hundred bucks of Ethereum. So make sure you stick around to the end to find out how you can enter to win hundred bucks of Ethereum. So without further ado, let's go meet Adam. Let's go hear about Digitex Futures and I will catch you on the other side. What is going on, crypto family? So today we got Adam Todd with us. He is the CEO and founder of Digitex Futures. So great to have you, man. Pleasure to meet you. All right, mate. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate being on. Awesome, man. So before we get going, I got a really serious uh, you know, question for you. So uh, scotch or whiskey, man, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually quit drinking. Uh, What's the fun in that? <laughs> I know. I, like 15 years ago, I quit drinking. Can you believe that? It was like a particularly bad Cinco de Mayo here in Miami. And I had a few weeks off. And it was the best few weeks in my fucking life. Like The fog cleared. And I never had a drink again, ever. Not ever since. <laughs> you know, when you when you think about traders, you know, you, you think about uh, people down there on the floor and they're drinking and they got their stogs and they're just, you know, just wild and crazy people, man. So I figured for sure, you know, you know, we used to be a yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was I was a hall of famer. Don't get me wrong. I was, uh, you know, I, I didn't mess around, but uh, I'm I'm kind of into the the clean living life now, kind of, you know. I saw one of your videos, man. It looks like you're even uh, like riding skateboards now, huh? So you're a skater now? Yeah, yeah. I, became, I started skating when I was like 43 years old or something. I figured, yeah. <laughs> Let's go break a hip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It seemed, what could possibly go wrong? You know, so uh, it's fun though. I live, in, I live in Miami Beach at the moment. So, you know, it's, it's a good place to travel around on a skateboard. It's a perfect size. Yeah, there's something a lot easier on the joints. It's called surfing. You know, they got all that water out there. <laughs> yeah, but the, the surf here is kind of shitty. The Bahamas ruins it. You know, the Caribbean Sea is a little too shallow and the, the Bahamas breaks it all up. So it's not that good here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you live in the Bahamas, don't you? Yeah, half the year. So sorry, we had to mess it up for you. So you guys can get all of our you guys can get all of our crappy weather, but uh, yeah, we got the nice we have the great great spots for snorkeling and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, not so much for surfing. Yeah, cool. I love free diving. I go free diving. I go spear fishing as well. I really like that. So uh, yeah, that takes a set of balls, especially with all the sharks out there, man. So yeah, especially <laughs> in the Bahamas. The Bahamas is chock a block full of sharks. My Miami beaches too. There's a lot of bull sharks here, but. You know, I just, I'm a probabilities guy, you know, how many people go swimming off Miami beach every day and how many people get eaten by sharks? You know, there's more people get shot on ocean drive than get eaten by sharks. So, you know, it's safer to go swimming really. 
that's a great point unless you're that one guy so because <laughs> i've seen those bull sharks man right there at the uh it's right there at the wharf man in the bahamas across from the atlantis there's like uh three or four of them they're like 16 feet long the people they just you know they go and they clean all their fish when they get back from fishing and they just feed uh -huh. things like pets man they're uh they're terrifying <laughs> it's yeah, like a bus yeah, coming yeah. Out. i like to avoid them but yeah i know what you mean Awesome, man. So what's, what's some of your background? So you've, uh, you've been in the, you know, in the trading game for quite a while. I think you got some world records, man. So, you know, kind of tell us a bit about your, uh, your background. How you got uh, it? Yeah, well, I, was, I was a pit trader for about three and a half, four years. Back when I started that when I was 19. Um, got a bit burnt out by that after, you know, after a few years doing that, you, you're kind of over it. Uh, went traveling, ended up traveling for about five or six years, just bumming around the world, backpacking. And while I was doing that, I discovered uh, Betfair, you know, the uh, betting exchange in England. Um, and it was, it was basically just like a futures market. It was basically buying and selling bets. So I got into that and started trading on uh, horse racing. Uh, That's when I went about eight months without a losing day, uh, just consistently making money, nine races out of 10, didn't know anything about horse racing, didn't know one end of a horse from another, didn't watch any horse races, didn't look at any form, just trading the price just before the race runs. You know, when everybody's placing their bets in that last few minutes before the race runs, it gets frantic. So you could lay and back bets doing that. So just basically predicting the price rather than which horse is going to win. Did that for years. And then from there, I kind of got carpal tunnel from clicking away so much on the computer. So I developed this uh, ladder interface where I could and hooked it up to the Betfair API so I could submit trades with one click basically copied it from the futures market um, made a couple of videos of me using that and those videos just went viral just everybody went crazy over those videos and then I started selling that software and you know made more money from selling the software than actually using it and you know spent years marketing and selling that that, that was in 2004, that's actually still online. So the last software application I made was, you know, 15, 16 years ago and it's still online, which I think in internet, yeah, well in dog years, that's like 175 <laughs> years, you know, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, then after that, some internet marketing and now here I am. Yeah, Digitex Futures. So before we start yeah. talking about Digitex a little bit, you know, maybe just let's talk a little bit about the future markets in general, right? So. Do you worry, and I know this isn't just all encompassing crypto, right? You guys are actually going to do like commodities and stocks and metals and Forex trading and all kinds of stuff like that. But what do you think about, you know, how they're able to like kind of manipulate and kind of suppress the price of gold, you know, basically trading like 360x paper gold versus real gold. Do you worry that they're going to do that somehow in the crypto space too? I mean, they, I mean, you can do that, but, you know, trying to corner any market is, is, you're on a hiding to nothing, really. I mean, I remember reading about the, the Hunt brothers in the, was it the 80s or something. I mean, they were billionaires, and they tried cornering the silver market, which was a relatively, you know, rinky-dink market, and they went broke doing that. You know, you, you, you think you can do that, and yeah, you can manipulate it a little bit, I'm sure, but, you know, over time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to even out. I, is, is my opinion. O, over time, it's, it's going to sort itself out. But in the, in the short term, yeah, there's, there's manipulation possible, but that's not a reason not to do something that someone might try and do funny stuff with it. I mean, that's what humans do, right? People, whenever there's people involved, there's a fiddle. 
<laughs> yeah, hey, if you send me one Bitcoin, I'll send you 10, right? So. <laughs> yeah, that's what a great offer. <laughs> I got like three of those today, man. So, oh, yeah, today. Oh, that's good. It's awesome, man. Yeah, that and I guess I'm, you know, like Prince or, you know, I'm related to some Prince if I just send them my bank right. account. You know, the latest one I'm getting right now is I think people want to steal my identity because they figure I've got a shitload of crypto or something. But we get this one. We get this all the time now. People contact us saying, oh, I want to buy two million euros worth of uh, tokens, you know, trying to get you all excited. And uh, they say, but you've got to come meet us in Spain. Uh, we'll pay for everything. Obviously, we'll get your ticket. You just got to send us a scan of your passport so we can buy the ticket. Yeah. And we're getting that all the time now. I don't know what it is with that particular scam, but all the time we're getting that now. Yep, I've gotten quite a few of them. Some people know that I'm the co-founder of Monarch, and so they're hitting me up all the time doing that type of stuff. I probably had probably 10 of them today. You know, we, right. have, we have an investor, right? We have an investor that wants to invest in your token. And their, English, their English is always, you know, just, uh -huh. just, it's completely just a mess, right? And so you want to buy millions of dollars worth of my token, and <laughs> you're going to fly me to, you know, Spain or Madagascar yeah. or something. And they, and they want to pay you cash, too. They're saying, oh, we can only pay you cash. They're trying to get you all excited about leaving with a big sack of fucking money. Maybe they just want to steal my kidney. Maybe they do want to get me over there, and they just want to do something. I don't know what the scam is, but. I always tell Snay he's got to go. <laughs> I always tell my partner, I'm like, yeah, man, you go. Let me know how it goes if you right, come right. back. <laughs> well, that's funny, man. Cool. So with uh, with Digitex, man, what do you got going on here, man? You got uh, you got some world's first stuff going on. So tell us all about it. Yeah, well, it's um, it's going to be a futures exchange, like you say. Well, um, it's it's got its own token. So the, the difference between other exchanges and this one is we've got our own native currency that's called the Digitex token, and that's the only token you can use on the exchange. So its use of that exchange token is compulsory. You know, your account balances denominated in the Digitex token, your your profits and losses are that the tick sizes, the tick values of each futures contract is in Digitex tokens. So, for instance, you might be trading. Bitcoin against the dollar, but you're winning and losing Digitex tokens. So the purpose of this is it anyone that's attracted to our markets and they, they're going to be, you know, commission free. They're going to be very liquid because they're commission free. A lot of the short term traders are going to be in there. Anyone that's attracted to commission free liquid markets has to buy the token to participate. You know, so that that creates a real demand for the token, and because of that demand the exchange can mint a small number of new tokens each year to cover the costs of running the exchange instead of charging transaction fees. So, I mean, it's, you know, obviously there's a cost to minting a few new tokens, you know, there's, there's, there's inflationary costs there, which is spread across all token holders. You know, if you, if you mint 5% new tokens, that means every token holder proportionally loses 5% of the value of their tokens. So it's not, you know, it's not come by ya, everything's free money for nothing, because obviously everything needs paying for. It's just a different revenue model than the transaction fee on every trade. So the purpose of that is that the cost gets spread across everybody that's using the exchange rather than gets put onto the short-term traders. So the, the, the idea behind that is that the short-term traders are just gonna go wild. You know, because I was a short-term trader in the pit on, on, on Betfair and, you know, you just, just very short-term, very, you know, making single ticks, scratching, make a tick, scratch, lose a tick, make a tick, scratch, you know, and, and when you're paying commissions, it, it just kills it. You can't do that. When you remove the commissions out of that, you know, you, you're really going to get very, very liquid markets, which 
in turn are going to attract a lot of people that you know aren't necessarily interested that much in the commission-free aspect they may be longer term players but now they're just attracted to the liquidity because I mean really what's the, the big cost apart from commissions the big cost of trading is slippage so you know if you can come in and used to be a position player but you can get the price you want without bad slippage then they're going to be attracted to that model too so that that in a nutshell is what it is it's just removing the you know the, the drain of transaction fees from the exchange because I mean also taking it taking transaction fees all the time from the pool of money that liquidity pool that's trading around you're just constantly draining siphoning money out you know for the stakeholders of the exchange whereas we're not doing that whatever is there to be traded is actually traded amongst the traders so you know this, this model it, it really does it's really the only exchange model where the the, the interests of the exchange are aligned with the interests of the users you know because i just want a token that goes up so we don't have to mint as many the users want a token that goes up because that's what they want you know we all want the same thing um and it's, it's just a nice model for for doing that that, that i just hate transaction fees it, it, it was the bane of my life and i always wanted to do something like this and here we are no it's it's very clever and, and it's funny too because when you were saying things i was I, I wanted to let you finish i didn't want to interrupt but you were just completing my sentences for me so i didn't even have to ask so it's there like yeah. <laughs> it's like well this kind of benefits both you know the exchange as well as the users right right we're, we're actually in alignment you know we're not just saying that we we actually want the same thing you know we want people to come in we don't want to drain money from the pool we want it to be liquid because that's going to attract more and more traders and the traders that are there are going to be happy you know we're not you know like i say we're, we're just not trying to maximize profit maximize value from each each user for the for the stakeholders of the exchange it's just a completely different model that, that you can only really do because of crypto because you control the the currency of the exchange you can mint new ones you can burn ones you know you've just got control over the currency and there's a lot you can do with that you know token issuance and that kind of thing there's a lot you can do that with that and we're only really just discovering the, the things you can do with cryptocurrency yeah so like for everything you just said right there, for instance, that makes me think of like, you know, like our central banks where they're just printing as much money as they possibly can, can and via inflation, you know, we've lost like 99% of the value of our Right, and you don't know how much they're printing. Well, you just don't know. Right. They've just got the printing presses running. You don't know what they're doing. With crypto, you can see exactly how many tokens have been created, how many, you know, you just know what's going on. And that allows you too, with this inflation, to actually be able to kind of fund your guys' operations as well. Now, there's a set amount of tokens, right? Then you can't go past that. It's locked up in a smart contract. So people can, you know, be looking forward to know, okay, this is the total amount of tokens that there are. This is when they're going to be released. This is kind of the inflationary model on how they're going to sustain the business. You guys have right. that. Well, and the thing is, you know, people like inflation, like, it's like people like, oh, they don't really like that. But, but really, I mean, there's what, 1800 new Bitcoins minted every single day, is there? I mean, still, they've, they've got that maximum cap on there, but they're, they're still printing Bitcoins away. And that went from a cent to $20,000. You know, there's nothing inherently wrong with inflation. You know, inflation is a kind of natural thing. You just have to keep it under control. As long as you keep it under control and people know what that cost is going to be, then you, you can deal with that. You just have to know what the costs are and go from there. Exactly. That was, that was my point entirely. So that way you can look forward and know exactly how many more will be minted or, you know, are in a smart contract that'll be released over the next, you know, two and a half years or something like that. And so, no, that's, that's great, man. So that's a good way to sustain the company. 
Um, so then you guys right now are built on uh, what Ethereum, right? You guys are planning on being one of the first to implement Plasma? Yeah, yeah, we're, we've we've actually got the plasma. Well, Matter, which is one of the, the the one of the core developers of the of the plasma protocol, they're working on um, getting the non-custodial aspects of our exchange working. Where we're actually going to be because they're going to be so fast that right now they're getting twenty five thousand transactions a second, which is basically on a side chain of the main chain. It, it's so fast because it's just basically one node running it. It doesn't have to propagate throughout the world for everyone to confirm it. And but their technology means that even though it's only one node, it, it does have the the security guarantees of the parent chain. So the, it's, it's kind of the best of both worlds there. So you, you you put your Digitex tokens in, and then it creates another kind of token for the for the side chain, and we just deal in those at, at super hyperspeed, and then and they they just later change back into Digitex when you want to withdraw. And so it's, it's just a nice way of linking the two up so we can be super fast, um, but we're not hitting the, the Ethereum main chain all the time because, you know, that costs a lot of gas and it's very slow. Well, it's 15 seconds, but that's slow when you're doing a trade, you know. So it's, it's kind of the best of both worlds. No, that makes a lot of sense, man. So where are you guys, um, you know, currently located at right now? Are you guys, um, I thought I saw something like it was uh, Seychelles or something outside of- Yeah, like, the company's uh, based in Seychelles. We we were over at Malta. We did the, the blockchain summit in Malta. Uh, we had a really good summit there. We're thinking about going over there. Um, we're still not sure of that yet because it's, you know, it's an EU country. There's a bunch of regulations. It's It's just a pain in the ass, to be honest. That's not- it's not really why I got into crypto to do a bunch of regulations and give the government a million euros for their approval. It's, it's just, it's just really not what I'm into. I'm kind of being beaten into submission on the whole KYC thing by, by the lawyers and people. I just never wanted to do any KYC. Um, they're, they're saying you kind of got to do that. But you know, to me, the, the beauty of the, the going back to the plasma thing is, you know, when it's non-custodial, we don't even have custody of your money. Um, that to me, in my mind, removes the need for KYC because if I'm not even holding your money and I, I can't hold it back if, even if I want to because of the technology we've built, how does KYC work then? What, what if we build something where I can't prevent you from withdrawing your money? Um, you know, there's, there's those kinds of questions, but you were asking about where we're gonna be based. I'm, I'm looking at Cyprus too, maybe Cyprus, but again, that's an EU country. Um, for the moment, we'll probably just stay in the Seychelles because it's kind of, you know, the regulations are, are a little lax, which was, which was the attraction to it. But it does, you know, it, it would be nice to come into an EU country, but then you've got all the hassle that goes with that. So I'm not sure where we're going to move to. We'll stay in the Seychelles for now, probably. All right, cool. And then, um, you know, you guys have built, you know, quite, quite the buzz, right? So you guys already have like a million people signed up, you oh, know, to yeah. start using the service. You guys have like 60,000 people on Telegram. So yeah, I mean, Telegram's popping the, the, the viral marketing. We, we got it down, dude. We got viral <laughs> marketing down. They, they, we figured it out in the ICO. The ICO, we got a quarter of a million people signed up in two weeks. We opened the ICO and it sold out in like 17 minutes. We, we could have sold out. We, we raised like five and a half million dollars. And the rest of the day, we had to refund another fucking $25 million or something like that. It was heartbreaking. It was just heartbreaking. It could have been, it literally could have been a $50 million ICO. It was, it really could have been. I, you know, I was worried before that we weren't even going to hit the fucking soft cap, you know, and, 
it, it just went ballistic. So we really got that. That really showed me the power of viral marketing. And then from there, you know, once we were once we were going, we thought let's do this again, building a wait list. And we got that wait list up to over a million people. And you know, when the exchange opens, I mean, you think we're going to stop? We we we're gonna we're gonna go crazy when that exchange. So we got thousands of people a day now signing up to a wait list. When that exchange is open, that's thousands of people signing up to our exchange. You know. And like I say, we're going to go crazy with that. We're, we're really going to we're really going to run with it. We're going to be because a lot of these projects, right? They have a great idea, but it's a couple of you know a couple of nerds in in a basement or something, and they've got no idea about marketing. You know, you can have the best idea in the world if nobody knows about it. What use is it? You know, we we've really really got the marketing down now, and you know, for an exchange, the most important thing for an exchange is having other people to trade with, right? You don't want to be on there and there's tumbleweed. So that's really the good thing about Digitex is not that it's just a great concept and now we've built this huge community, but we've really got the marketing down and we're really going to hammer that home when we're open. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about what's going to happen. We're, we're going to be huge. Yeah, I saw a couple of your videos. I watched a little uh, little piece here and there and you guys were talking about how, you know, went from like one cent, you know, like one cent to like four cent. Uh, which it is now, and then you were talking about how it's going to go to like 15 cents. I've never seen a company talk, you know, forward, you know, forward, you know, I guess, you know, kind of no, like it already. Pricing. It already went to 15. It already went to 15 cents. It, went, it hit 15 cents in, uh, in October. It went from one cent to 15 cents in the crypto winter, I'll have you, right? Not just any time. This was in the, this was when everybody was dropping like flies. We went from a cent to 15 cents. And then, then we got, then we crashed down to, you know, now we're at four cents, you know, because, you know, after Malta, there was this, well, there was a few things. We, we had this big FUD campaign against us, which kind of, it was, it was very effective for them. And then November, the market just, the bottom fell out of it, as you know. Uh, then we missed our Q4 launch date and, you know, we got punished for that. So there was things that brought us back down from 15, but we, we can go back up to 15 and beyond easily. Um, but I know what you mean. We, we're not supposed to talk about the price, are we? Everyone says you're not supposed to talk about the I've price. I've never seen anybody do it before. It's like, that's, that's like taboo, man. That's like, uh, I know, but I don't get it. I don't get it. Why can't I talk about the price? I'm interested in the price. You're interested in the price. Why can't we talk about the fucking price? I mean, what's the reason? You tell me. You tell me why I can't talk about the price. Because the SEC says that the Howey test in place means that if you're promising future returns or expectations of profits, then you're now a security. So, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of a big one. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, I mean, apart, yeah, apart from that, yeah, just stay in Seychelles and stay away from U.S. people. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that, but uh, I, th I I admire your balls. <laughs> wow, thank you. Awesome. So uh, not, not only that, man, but you got a lot of stuff that you guys are doing with your actual exchange too, that I've never seen anybody, you know, talk about. And, and obviously it gets people excited. I mean, you're talking about having like market making within your own exchange to keep the liquidity up and to kind of prevent some of the slippage and stuff like that. So how does that work? Uh, we're just going to, we, we kept back um, the, the ICO, we created a billion tokens and we've kept back a hundred million tokens that are just going to be for market making. So, I mean, that's 10% of the entire supply of the token is going to be used for market making. I mean, you imagine, you know, an, an exchange that was, you know, had Bitcoin as its base currency. Imagine if they had 10% of all Bitcoins in, 
circulation and they were using that for market making, that would be one hell of a market, right? So, I, you know, we've got a huge, 100 million tokens out of a total of a billion is, is a huge bank for the market making to go with. So, yeah, we, we get that right. Um, the markets are going to be liquid on day one. And, you know, liquidity begets liquidity. That's the good thing about liquidity. It's going to attract all kinds of people. And that is going to attract more people and that's going to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, you, you know, you throw in the commission-free aspect to that, um, and the non-custodial aspect, and, that you know, that market-making could be a real catalyst for just getting it going quick. Plus the fact we've got a million people waiting to get in and, you know, we're going to have thousands of new sign-ups a day. Even if 1% of those people actually, you know, come through and actually buy tokens, it's, there's a lot of activity going on there. So I think the market making is, is going to be critical. If we get that market making right, um, it's, going to be, it's going to be key to really kicking things off. And, and again, I don't really want the market makers to even make any money. This is, this is the beauty of this model. We make, we make the money by token appreciation. We don't make the money by fleecing the, the customers. So as long as those market makers can just be breaking even, I'm, I'm more than happy with that because it's not, again, it's not just me being nice. It's not just me being, oh, I don't want to make money. It, it's in my interest. It's in the business's interest for it not to make money, you know, to just provide that liquidity and act as that catalyst to get people involved. Gotcha, man. And so when does the treasury start? When do you guys start selling, you know, more tokens? Well, the treasury, we've, we've locked up 100 million tokens into a smart contract now, the Digitex treasury smart contract. They're now locked up, physically locked up for the next two and a half years. They get start getting released at 10 million tokens per quarter. And the first 10 million gets released uh, tomorrow on March the 1st. So the first 10 million get released. Those, we don't just then take those 10 million and then try and sell them on the exchanges and to Wales and backroom deals or whatever. Those 10 million get put into a token sale smart contract that sells those tokens to the public in, you know, in an open, transparent manner. It's just, it's just basically a mechanism for us selling our own token, but removing that, you know, removing those connotations of, oh, the, the team's dumping tokens or they're, they're dumping tokens. You know, we've got a model that does rely on selling tokens. So I just wanted to come up with some, like I say, just transparent mechanism for selling tokens. So we've, we've, we've told the market exactly what we're going to do over the next two and a half years. There's going to be 10 million tokens released from the Digitex Treasury smart contract every three months. Those tokens are going to be sold in a token sale at just above what the exchange price, what the price of the token is on the exchange is just above that. So it doesn't, you know, kind of scupper the exchanges. People that want to buy and sell normally on the exchanges, they will do. If they want to buy at a small premium from our token sale contract, then they will do. The reason they're going to pay that small premium is by doing it with us, you, you just get an, it's just an instant uh, trustless transaction directly with us. There's no commission, no slippage, no withdrawal fees, no nothing. It's, it's instant, it's trustless, and it's very simple. So that's why people are going to pay an extra 0.1 or 0.2 of a cent per token to do that. Uh, but yeah, generally it's just it's basically just a, an open, transparent mechanism for selling tokens over the next two and a half years, and you know that's how we're going to fund going forwards. Gotcha. And so the way you guys kind of start your exchange out in the beginning is going to be, you know, it's, it's not going to have that uh, decentralized nature in the beginning, right? So you guys will kind of convert from kind of like a centralized Binance or, 
you know, Bittrex or... Yeah, we're starting off as a centralized, yeah, we're starting off as a as custodial centralized exchanges. You know, it's, it's just easier if we do it that way and then we, then we improve it from there because the Plasma guys aren't ready yet anyway. You know, Plasma isn't ready. Um, it's it's going to be, but, you know, we don't want to hold back until that is ready. And so, yeah, we, we're starting off centralized and then it's going to go to decentralized account balances where your account balance will be held by a smart contract on the Ethereum blockchain, not by us. So at, at that point, we'll be properly not decentralized because decentralized is kind of the wrong thing. We're, we're going to be a hybrid. We've got a centralized order book, centralized matching engine. So you've got all the speed and reliability of that. Because the thing is in crypto land, in crypto land, like centralized is like this, this demon word. It's like this horrible thing. But, you know, the, there are big benefits to centralized servers. You know, they're, they're fast, they're reliable, they're secure. You know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, for, for just trade matching, a centralized server is much better than, you know, doing it decentralized because decentralized is relatively slow. But, you know, for the account balances, we want those decentralized. So we, we, we've got like this hybrid model that, that tries to take the best of both worlds. Exactly. Yeah. So you get a hybrid exchange, keep all the uh, super critical and stuff you need to keep secret, you know, decentralized. All the, sp all the spots you need, all the speed, you guys start off centralized or, or keep it that yeah. way. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that. So I think that it'd be great for people to do that, like in the YouTube space to where they can, you know, keep track of, you know, all their different subscribers and fans and all that kind of stuff and kind of own that data decentralized, but then have all the videos, you know, centralized. So that way you get the speed. You're not sitting there like buffering like DTube for, you know. There you go. Just do that. Yeah. yeah. So all the, all the critical stuff decentralized, all the, the non-critical stuff centralized. So gotcha, man. And then so they'll, it'll end up where they're controlling their private keys. So they'll own their crypto as Andrea Santana right. always says. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Because, you know, if you want to use our exchange, I, I don't want to hold your money. I don't even want your money. You know, I don't, I don't want to have that responsibility. And, you know, I also, I mean, getting back to the KYC thing, I, I shouldn't go on about KYC because we're, we're probably going to be doing KYC. I was, Everybody's going to have to. Everybody's yeah, going to have to. Yeah. I, I hate it. I, I, I reject the, the notion that because I'm running an exchange that I can be, you know, recruited by the government to, check up on all my customers, you know, oh, who are you? Where did you get your money from? What are you doing it with? That's not my role. I don't, it's got nothing to do with me where your money came from or what you're going to do with your money. And as far as I'm concerned, if your money's already in crypto, you've already laundered it anyway. I mean, come on, if, you, if you're into money laundering, it's already in crypto, it's already in the system. You're not going to launder money from Ether into Digitex tokens. That would just be dumb. But, you know, everybody knows the best way to launder money is through U.S. dollars. Look at the banks. The uh, U.N. came out and said $2 trillion was laundered through our banks and our entire crypto market cap is like $100 billion bucks. So exactly. people exactly. aren't using crypto to launder money, man. The banks no. are using fiat to launder money. But exactly. the, whole market yeah. cap, the whole market cap of crypto is like, what, a fifth of the size of Apple or something. It is tiny compared to what, what's or, going on. Or 20x less than what the banks are being accused of laundering each year. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the the decentralized nature of crypto scares and the lack of control, the lack of being able to. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. If I was the government, I would hate crypto too. I, I can see. I completely see their point. They don't control it. They've got no control over it. It's yeah. I would hate it too if I was the man. Sure. Bitcoin bad. J.P. Morgan coin good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh cool, man. So you guys are going to go live. Uh, was it April 30th? Did I remember the name? Yeah. April, April 30th. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, cool. And then, so, you know, I always like to ask some personal questions, man. So we were talking, earlier, we were talking earlier, man, about some curveballs, right? So this uh-huh. is, don't know a real big curveball here, but I always like to ask things like, you know, what do you believe that's, you know, true in the crypto space that uh, other people may not, right? So it could be crypto, it could be life. Now, I've asked people this for like a year and a half, two years now, and uh, it's funny, some of the, uh, the answers I get, you know? So what do you got for us? Go on. What was the question? So what do you believe to be true that other people do not? What do I believe to be tr- about anything? It could be about anything, man. You know, it could be, uh, you know, that uh, Martians, you know, walk alongside us. It could be that, um, you know, all cryptos are going to, you know, die and go the way of the dodo bird. It could be, you know, any, any huh. kind of thing. Yeah. What, do, what do I believe to be true that, that most people don't believe to be true? Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I, I got some weird friends that think the earth is flat, but I'm not with them. I, I don't think the earth is flat. <laughs> They genuinely do believe that. They, they discovered YouTube and they, they, they've just gone off the deep end there. Uh, but that's not me. Um, what do I believe to be true that other people don't? Um, damn, you've stumped me there. I don't, I just... <laughs> it's quite all, quite, all right, man. quite all right. So anyways, uh, maybe who shaped you, you know, into the guy you are today? You know, who's uh, like maybe been your mentor, your, you know, somebody that uh, had, a, had a hand in, you know, making Adam Todd. Who's who's bad? Um, I've I've read this book um, about six times called um, the New Psycho Cybernetics. That that's a really interesting book that that I like, and that's that's all about you know the the self image and you know the power of imagination and that you can basically have whatever you want and be whoever you want. You've just got to believe it and you've got to imagine it and you know that kind of thing. So I don't think there's really a particular person, but well, that person that wrote that book, it was written almost a hundred years ago too. It was like in the thirties now. So I would say that was, that was Maxwell Maltz. So I would say that book's probably been the most influential. Cool, man. So Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. There you go. Cool, man. Uh-huh. Love it. So is there uh, anything that we haven't covered here, man? You want the audience to know? Um, no, we, we discussed the project. We discussed, uh, no, that's, that's all, that's all good. It's been, it's been a great conversation. I've enjoyed this. Yeah, It's, well, not, it's not been like a normal conversation. I'm not saying that you're not normal. <laughs> that's it's okay. Like, I've been called a lot worse. I like this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get uh, called strange often. So yeah, being in, crypto, <laughs> being in crypto, you know, I got a little white poodle that follows me everywhere. So yeah. Anyways. Right. Do you stroke it? Do you sit there stroking it? Yeah, with my pinky, you know, like uh, evil, you know, kind of like Dr. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you. So, um, you know, we'll definitely keep us posted. We'll, we'll get this video out for, you know, for people right away. We'll make sure to put your links up so people can stay in touch and follow your guys' progress and join the mailing list if that's what they want to do, the newsletter, you know, the you know, yeah, yeah, we want to get into the website there. Join that wait list. Um, like I say, it's over a million people on the wait list now. I still can't believe that. It's just going crazy. Uh, so, yeah, get them on that wait list. They can join our socials and stuff. And, uh, you know, our Telegram channel is just, is just, it's just popping. It's like in, it's consistently in the top 10, like in the world for all these different things. You know, you go to Telegram Index. I think overall score now, we're, num- we're number eight. But, um, you know, that's for everything. That's like the, you know, unique speakers, you know, number of people joined, you know, all these metrics that can't really be botted. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, the community is really cranking right now. They're really behind it. They're really excited by 
what we're going to do, what, you know, just the whole concept. And, and like I say, it's not just that the thing we're doing different is, yeah, it's a great idea, but we're also marketing the hell out of it. You know, we're really doing a good job with the marketing, which is really key because at the end of the day, every business is a marketing business at the end of the day, really. I mean, it's, that's what every business is, in my opinion. So the fact we've got that right is, is critical. That is awesome, man. So definitely a lot to look forward to. So keep us posted. We'll make All sure. right. Thanks, mate. All right. It was great hanging out with you. God bless you. We'll catch you on the next one. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Hey, welcome back, peeps. Big thanks to Adam, man. I really appreciate you coming on and telling us about yourself and the platform. It was great to meet you. But what did you all think? Let me know in the comments below. And for people that want a chance to win 100 bucks of Ethereum, check it out. It's in the pinned comment below. Just follow the instructions. It's super simple. Every single Monday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we go live right here on the channel and we pick the winners from every single video that we do, right? And then we also do an Ask Me Anything. So you can ask me anything you want about pretty much anything. Typically, it's about, you know, like the videos we did for the week or more videos and more projects you want me to cover. But it is just so much fun to hang out with you all and talk, you know, just about anything, right? So hope to see you there. Remember, it's 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every single Monday. Maybe you won 100 bucks of Ethereum. Maybe you won 700 bucks of Ethereum. Who knows? But I'll catch you there. Love you. God bless you. Catch you on the next one. What is up, crypto family? Thanks a bunch for dropping by. This is the disclaimer. I am just a stupid YouTuber. I am not a financial advisor or a financial planner. These are just my opinions and the opinions of the guests. Nothing here can be considered factual. This is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Always seek professional financial advice before you ever invest in anything. And know that crypto is extremely dangerous, extremely volatile, and you can lose every single Satoshi you ever put in the market. So knowing that, have fun. God bless. Thanks a bunch for dropping by. Let me know what you thought on the other side.